0: That country song says I can fix a drink. Oh, I can fix. I that. can fix a drink. <laughs> hey, how do you know about that song?
1: Okay, I'm from Texas. Of course, I know what that song is. does,
0: does uh, all your exes live in Texas? Just asking.
1: Pretty much, yeah. I could say all my exes live in Texas.
0: Okay, and I'm trying to find out uh, where my where the heck. Let me see. Put you in here. Okay, you're good. You're good in a central figure. Good there well this is probably working. I'm not sure why I'm not getting uh, Oh here we go. I know I know how to adjust you. Hang on, we're gonna get you we're gonna get you all, all adjusted. Okay. And that's called edit transform. And then we're gonna lower this here. we're gonna raise that there. Yeah, let's see how that goes. That's probably the wrong direction there. <laughs> okay. Hang on, got, lower got this. Got here we go. Wait a minute, I got, to, I got here oh yeah, here we go. Slow, slowly coming through. Let me put that in there. Alrighty.
1: Just feels a little bit like going to the chiropractor, getting adjusted.
0: <laughs> hey, there's no charge on this one here. Alright, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're almost done here. We'll do that there. We'll unlock you here. We'll spread you out there. Sounds kind of crazy, but okay. And then we're going to lower you there. Oh man, you're getting bigger and bigger. You like like that crazy 1950s movie where the, 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 the woman got bigger and bigger. Well, Dr. Doctor uh man, I, I was telling the people before the show that uh, we got monsters again. Now, we talked about monsters before, and I know you got some other things we're going to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's, it seems that the governments of the world the moratorium on combining DNA from different species is changing it seems like they're breaking down that wall of restriction are you seeing that out there
1: yeah I think I and even even when the moratorium might have been the official narrative you know who's just I I doubt very seriously that it was actually being uh, honored you know throughout all the the bureaucracies that operate in our, our government um, you know, I was telling somebody just the other day right here in, uh, in Merkle, Texas, we've got a, a, a legend about the, the goat man, Whoa. uh, which is pretty much like it sounds. Uh, it's a, a satyr sort of creature. And when I went to college, uh, you know, I, I, I heard from people all over the state talking about this thing and I'd. I dug a little bit deeper and some of the earliest sightings were in the late 50s, early 1960s uh, with the Lake Worth, what they called the Lake Worth monster uh, Mm -hmm. close to Fort Worth, Texas. Um, And of course, I grew up hearing these stories about Goatman, south of town here. So, um, yeah, if those anecdotal uh, pieces of evidence are any indication, uh, you know, it, it seems like this has been going on uh, for quite some time um, you know people looking at these things through the biblical end sort of see it as the you know uh, Jesus's admonition about the the, the uh, coming of the Son of man being as the days of Noah uh, and if if these sort of chimera cropping up which they seem to be you know cryptid sightings I think I think there's a there's a case to be made now that there are there are more, um uh, cryptid sightings that are taking place than in years past um so if that's any indication then i mean we may be headed there yeah i mean the big the the, the big piece of news on this front lately at least in political circles was, was the uh uh which is sort of the subtext of what you mentioned a moment ago uh was this bill that was shot down uh that would have banned human uh uh, human animal uh, chimera creation, but um, yeah, so that's where we are right now. I mean, we're
0: there's no we're restriction. Made. Let me let me ask you something in the in the book of uh, I think it's in the in the um, uh, oh crap now I just lost my Bible book there. Enoch, uh, didn't it <clears throat> talk about uh, the angels teaching humans different things?
1: Yeah, a wide variety of things. It's a, a mixture of, of practical sciences and occult knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, e- everywhere from uh, you know um, what, what was root, root cutting is mentioned is one of the sort of medicinal sciences that's, mm-hmm. ta- that's taught. But they the watchers also teach them not just the movement of the stars and the planets and celestial bodies, uh, but how to how to read them. Properly. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now, are these and, nec- were these necessarily bad things? Because doesn't it sort of no?
1: Be- that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. There was a combination. You know, uh, when looking at any anything that that the uh, the wider demonic realm does, you know, it it basically you know perverts or flips something that God presents on its head. So, whereas. Uh, the biblical message about the movement of stars and celestial bodies is that it's kind of like a cosmic clock and it it reveals the glory and plans of the Lord well the the underbelly of that would be astrology trying to trying to divine uh, individual destinies from the movements of these stars um now and it it does seem and I make a case for this in an interview with the john in one of the chapters on on the primal witch uh, that uh, the the first people that came under the tutelage of the Watchers were the first witches,
2: um,
1: uh, because you know it, it. In combination with what uh, a number of other Watchers are teaching, in, in particular Azazel, because we we learn that he he reveals the uh, the secrets of the heavenly realms, the mysteries of the heavens. I think is is how it says, mm-hmm. um, and there's a you know, there's a clear implication here about um, uh, using this knowledge for for selfish or nefarious ends, uh, and that's why I say that it's not all of it was was bad, um, but there were, there were certain fields of knowledge that were that were aberrant and could be mm-hmm. considered occult mm-hmm. or magical.
0: Right. Let me ask you something now. I think we, as we've talked about this uh, before, but. <clears throat> did they give them instructions to create ch- chimeras?
1: Well, I, again, um, I, and there are two points that I would make here. One is the word um, Nephilim, which, you know, typically we translate as giant, and that seems to be the, in terms of the linguistics of, of, you know, related languages, Semitic languages like Aramaic, that seems to be the indication, but there's a broad, you know, sort of, Trailer uh, of definitions for Nephilim and uh, you know all kinds of like a- aberration and um, uh, uh, anathema and cursed and abortion. You know, all, all of these things are sort of teased out linguistically from the word itself, mm-hmm. and that leaves the door open for uh, you know when Enoch says that um, you know the watchers also sinned against the the animals. You know, the birds and reptiles and things that that walked on four. Or legs.
0: They, they were which, doing. They were doing the reptiles too.
1: Well, yeah. That seems. It seems to indicate that they were. They were making human animal chimera in this larger, you know, genetic experiment essentially.
0: Hmm. Um w- I won't mention the name of the actual COVID, but Cooties nineteen. I don't know that. What that'll, that'll do. <laughs> there's a lot of talk that there's materials in there. Um, uh, and some of the talk, of course, they're always it's going. To, somebody's going to be saying there's aborted baby parts in there. Mm-hmm. Are, are you familiar with that being in there? I know there's these other kind of nanobots and all kind of other yeah. Crap, crap I, I, flying around I've and... heard.
1: I, I've heard all of that. Um, I, I think the most disturbing thing about the, um, you know, let's just call it what it is. It's not really a VAX. It's really. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really experimental gene therapy um mm-hmm. you know the thing that well, the thing that yeah again we're talking about genetic genetics and altering genetics here because um you know the the mechanism for this this uh uh serum is uh is messenger you know uh, RNA right. mRNA mm-hmm. and the, you know you're probably familiar with the way that 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 works you don't have to be a biochemist to understand it um, you know messenger RNA is like the it's like the contractor and the the contracting team that's gonna build something they're gonna they're gonna build something and that your DNA is like the architect slash um, you know blueprints mm-hmm. and so the messenger RNA that you're created with builds you basically out of out of the DNA, taking the, the the coding from the DNA. So if you're going to introduce foreign mRNA into your system, you as a recipient can't really predict what that's going to do to you. Mm-hmm. Now the people that designed it may know, uh, but how in the world could you, I mean, you, how, how in the world could you predict? And we're, we're finding out now that um, you know now is just the initial stuff you know the myocarditis and the Bell's palsy and the mm-hmm. um, uh, you know blood clots and everything else you know that people are having um, that's just the initial stuff you know what what else is down the pike here
0: well I can guarantee or guarantee that they're keeping records of everything that's happening to everyone so you know yeah. there's going to be some kind of fine-tuning in there. And it's not going to be fine-tuning to help us. It's going to be fine-tuning for targeted, for targeting people. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, during my ranting points, uh, Judd, I uh, put up a graphic that was grabbed from the Jerusalem Post where it says uh, uh, Pfizer's CEO was not allowed into Jerusalem because he's not vaccinated. Now, wait a minute. The boy ought to be, he ought to be a first in line. Everyone else Pfizer the, and Johnson and Johnson, they should have—they should be on shot number five by now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other night who's, who was a, a helicopter pilot in the Army, and uh, he, uh, he didn't do test flights himself, but he, he had friends who were test pilots, and they would never get into the, these new helicopters unless the mechanic was willing to get in with them. Uh, so that's sort of analogous to, to the CEO yeah, like of, of, of of Pfizer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not willing to take that. That, that ought to tell you something right now. And, and as a footnote to that, speaking of Israel, um seems like I read something yesterday uh, about the uh, something like 95% of the new infections mm-hmm. of this were people who were previously vaccinated. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, I've been seeing studies like that too. And more and more, there's a whole list of doctors. Now I know, Remember back in the days of something called "dead doctors don't lie." Well, I got a feeling a yeah. whole a whole lot more doctors are dying. I sure know that. That four, not this is not related to what we're currently talking about, but four police officers that were at January 6th have committed suicide. One of them took his classic Mustang and rolled it over, and nobody tears up. If you're gonna commit suicide and you're that distraught you're not going to mess with your classic mustang everybody knows that no right. class you know it's like your if you're right. a harley driver you're not going to destroy it when you destroy yourself and then the three others they said nobody You know, we can't reveal. We can't tell you. You know, we haven't discovered how they killed themselves. We just know they did. This is what the the authorities are saying. So a lot of people seem to be dying. Speaking of speaking of, of course, I think what happened was they weren't psychologically ready for the guy in in the Viking hat, okay, (laughs) that was sitting behind Pelosi's desk. I guess they weren't mentally prepared, and so they just killed herself. I don't know. I mean, this makes about as much sense as what we're talking about as 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 to the rollout of this thing, this 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 uh, V A C C X I N G. How's that one? Uh, but how, how's work. that for YouTube algorithm? You won't catch that, that on YouTube. You know you will because because I can mess with these boys over there, okay? Because they all kind of stupid, Jud. But uh, so now uh, we've got uh, backlogs in air, uh, in airports because they can't find pilots. Now, mm-hmm. according to some, they drop the pilots are dropping like flies in England, and and they're they're refusing to take the VA something uh, with mm-hmm. an X in it. All right. I'm just saying, a lot of people people are dying. Okay, let me scratch all that. Okay, I got my high horse, but let me ask you this, Jes. I'm going to focus a little bit. Um, Once somebody changes the the uh, the MRA, the the the, the vaccine changes, the gene therapy that is is given, does that person then are they still human, or are they a monster? And that's the tie into tonight's show.
1: Well, I mean, uh, are they a
0: chimera? Are humans being turned into chimeras?
1: Well, that's that's one of my fears, Um, one of my concerns. You know, again, it's it's, you know, how how can we without all of the, uh, you know, without all? I mean, there's no clinical data because there was no the the only test that they did was randomized, and so there's Mm -hmm. no there's no cohesive research narrative to look at, um, to to even begin to know. Or or predict what how, how this stuff is going to turn out. At least not from um, the water the water scientific community. I you know there, uh, the the guy that invented the mechanism the mRNA mechanism for this kind of gene therapy said, look, hey, the guy's saying don't don't take it. He's got reservations about taking the you know the serum. Um, so it's I mean it's it's. You see what I'm saying? It's difficult to say what it's going to do. If it if it does, you know, chimera somebody, um, you know, that's that's an interesting question. Do they remain human? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, you know what? Million now for for the evolutionists that are watching the program, millions of years of evolution has got us to where we are. Just saying, okay. And if you watch the movie uh, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. It says, kind of, I don't know if it says at the end or the beginning. I think it's at the end. It says that humans have gone through eons of time of viruses and flus and diseases and have earned the right to be here. But what it's saying mm-hmm. is, we we millions of people have died with the, with the plague and all you know every mm-hmm. every kind of disease there is out there. Mm-hmm. And so the human's been built up to where he is now. But now what's happening is somebody's changing the evolutionary pattern, trying to short-circuit it, and dumping an evolutionary change instantaneously. That can't be good. Do you understand, Spock?
1: Yeah, I agree. Good. Uh, that's a good Shatner impression, by the way.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> a little Trekkies there. I'm, I'm just saying, man, we have earned the right to be here. Somebody's trying to short-change it. And, no, and like you just said, there's a spec sheet on there that is just nothing but a blank page. Yeah. And and everybody said trust us. Oh, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, exactly. W- wait a minute. As they, As they wow. hand us the doc, documents with redacted, you know,
0: yeah. You
1: know, blurred out, you know, whatever. I You know, and I am I'm, I'm not I'm not a hard sciences, you know, biology kind of guy. I'm working off of uh but I did have some pretty significant components of of genetics uh... in my physical anthropology classes in grad school so this stuff isn't completely foreign to me uh... and when i first started hearing about them using mRNA as a as a delivery system for this that bothered me a little bit because you know dad I, 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 did you engineer it I, you know obviously they did um, what's that gonna do with my dna what's mm-hmm. it gonna take for my dna and start building if i put that in my in my body
0: by the way, I got kind of announcement. Now I might, I might, this might be a breaker for some some folks out there watching the program. Uh, I'm sure people are now aware that there are countless videos of people taking metal and putting metal where they got the shot, and the metal sticking some sort of magnetism.
2: Yeah.
0: So now, now I would say some of it's a hoax. I, you know, you got to be reasonable. You can't leave your brain at yeah. the door and say everything's a conspiracy. But there's some right. pretty honest-looking people that's done that. Okay, so I've seen, I've seen the metal videos. I've seen some videos with people taking a a wall stud detector that detects metals and going off. Uh, I've seen spoons. I've seen quarters, which are, I don't even believe are metallic. So that tells me it's some kind of alien metallic uh, attraction, magnetized attraction. But then there's a recent yeah. recent one that's coming out now is that people that have got the injection, infection by injection, they're setting off store alarms when they're passing through. I've seen the videos where a guy walks through, sets off the store alarm like you're stealing something and prove mm-hmm. it, He goes back and just sticks his arm out there and it sets it off. And I've happened to notice, this is quite coincidental, this is anecdotal, but a whole lot, I've been hearing a lot more alarms been going off at some stores and, I'm, and I casually thought, man, there are a lot of thieves going on. Is this. this San Francisco? You know, where yeah. you can, you can yeah. walk out of a store with $950 worth of stuff. But now they're setting sure. off uh, uh, theft alarms. Something something didn't pass a smell test here.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. And, and um you know if that's the case i mean if this if this is how they're going to roll out chimera and i'm of the mind that you know that sort of thing is going to come back under under the auspices of what jesus was talking about in in matthew when he said when he talks about the days of noah um you know i i mean it, it's hard enough to wrap your head around um how the this narrative is being fed to us to begin with because all we hear about now is is that this is a, a, a you know they've already divided us along another line that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated well that's not what the data says in in other countries around the world like Australia uh Israel um you know the the stats are changing and plus mm-hmm. this this delta variant um, you know, has apparently has a quick has like a two or three week spike, and then it drops again. That we've seen that happening in Western Europe, particularly in Britain. Um, so. And and I've also heard some uh, uh, pundits talk about, you know, that that perhaps it's the vaccine it's at the serum excuse me that mm-hmm. full the algorithm the serum itself that's actually creating the, the new variants uh, which shouldn't come as this I mean viruses do that anyway because that's what viruses do they mutate they they make copies of themselves and they change and they adapt and uh, you know I mean but that's we're all we always have had viruses we always will you know as long as as humans and animals are on uh, there's the Delta virus right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called the Delta variant airlines. Uh, but yeah, now they're yeah. now they're now they're talking. I mean, they, you, here's 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 a super spreader event right here in action. Exactly. Somehow yeah. somehow all these these uh, infected by injected people are 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 spreading the virus like there's no tomorrow. Man, it, it's kind of kind of crazy when they guarantee you that you're all kind of safe if you take the jab. But yeah. obvi- exactly. obviously not.
1: Well, and that's you know for the state of Texas, that's a double shame too because they left the the special session where there were some you know some real, some pretty important things on the agenda, mm-hmm. um, but you know let's let's go to let's go to Washington D.C. and and virtue signal and um, you know pretend like there's not a problem on the border, uh, pretend like you know if it's such if it's such a crisis a health crisis then why why are we why are we letting people come across the southern border? In record numbers, untested, unvaccinated, uh, just released into the
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know right. released the, into the, the general population.
0: The contradictions are everywhere. But I got a I got a feeling though people are are really getting they're getting experimented on. I would think that some now now we're talking about whether or not if if you have taken it and say you're at the third dose now, uh, right. if your DNA has been structurally altered to something other than human that you become a chimera, uh, then that I would say that makes you a monster, a monster variant. I call it the monster variant. The monster uh,
1: variant. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I mean, technically it does. I mean, you you retain, you know, if we're, if we're to look at, uh, you know, world mythology as a guide, a lot of these creatures retain some measure of their humanity. Uh, you know, I'll take the Minotaur, for instance, from uh, M- Minoan Greek mythology. Uh, who lived in the labyrinth underneath of King Minos? Is uh, uh, is that is that Guinness for me? Because I'll I'll take
0: it. <laughs> I was just thinking. My bad. <laughs> I was I was just thinking.
1: We we might need a couple of those. Um, no, but the like the the tale of the Minotaur. Um, is that uh you know he was on the surface he was this savage you know beast you know that devoured the human sacrifices that they sent down you know the the athenians would send a tribute to the minoans and um but you know there was a kind of implicit loneliness to the minotaur's existence so there was something you know he was still somewhat anthropomorphic you know human-like in form so he retained some measure of his humanity but but still also had the the theriomorphic the animal-like quality to him Mm -hmm. so your your question about you know is it a monster i would say yeah uh... in the classic sense it would be a monster does it retain some of its humanity i think that that's a valid deep existential question It's Mm -hmm. one that put that prods at the philosophy at the core of all of this is do they retain their human i would say that they retain enough of their humanity they would retain enough of their humanity to immediately regret their decision once these changes started to happen
0: Mm -hmm. well that would be a good indicator and nobody's i'm not and i'm sure you're not judging anyone who's got i know people who's got the infection by injection i mean mean, Uh, yeah
1: i'm I'm not i i and i so so listen we
0: can make that clear about that sure uh, and in fact, it's kind of a, you know, kind of a sad thing f- for that. And and because if you're getting that message 24 hours a day and you're getting mm-hmm. threatened every which way, threatening, threatening now, the, the new thing is that uh, they're, they're going to threaten all Medicare facilities, that everyone in there better get vaccinated or now they're starting with employees. But mm-hmm. you can guarantee that that threat for Medicare payments to the people in those Medicare facilities are going to say, to remain here, you're going to have to get the jab. And then it's going to roll yeah. out even further to those people who aren't in the, the facility, who's collecting me- me- Medicare or something out in the, in the field, then they're going to say, you can't get it. So, you know, it, it's so. How, you can't judge them. You know that's coming and they're being pressured. However, yeah. now as far as the evidence of turning into Chimera, that would be somebody, for instance, uh, there were some interviews in California where they're saying somebody, some jokester went around with a uh, poll, uh, you know, a clipboard and said, Hey, we're thinking about locking everyone who hasn't got the, the vaccine. We, we want to lock them up and uh, seize all their assets. And everybody's saying, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to. Yeah. Those are come here. Or people that don't believe, or they believe that you can have a vaccine without a spec sheet, without a qualifier telling you what's in it. And and what? Yeah. The, remember, you can't take an aspirin without saying, uh, if you take this, you're going to get this, 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 and this. Right. These Possibilities. Somehow, this thing gets a complete pass, and you're supposed to just trust people. And but mm-hmm. to me, if if you've accepted that as some kind as as reliable, then you yeah. may you may be a chimera.
1: Yeah, you you're, you've already started the change. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, and, I, and if I'm they hate,
0: particularly if they hate people who haven't got the Now we're we're saying we love people yeah. who we we love people who got it, but the people yeah. who got it, if they haven't regretted it, then they're hating the people that don't got it. And man, I've got some sneers looking by. I mean, there's people driving on motorcycles still with with masks. I've seen them going out in the open with masks, and I know those people hate me. They see me without a mask. I know you can see it in their eyes. Like I showed a, yeah. a graphic of this. I don't know if you saw Randy points. But old Biden, man in his little mol- molesting little girl type thing that he does he he was signing something he grabbed this little girl and this little girl you zoom in you can see the fear in her eyes you know and that, that's oh, kinda, yeah that's kind of what I think. hey we got we got a number of questions uh, uh Jud, yeah. so let's get those sure. let's get those to you all right uh, going back up the list all right our Australian Biz says uh, uh, dr J- dr. Jud uh, the watchers abandoned their responsibilities and fornicated with Earth women, these women birth the nephilim. Was Azazel the corrupter of men? A z a z e l.
1: Azazel. 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 Um, certainly, he was one of the corrupters of men. You know, you, there, there, there's a case that there are different. You know, there are different uh, species of corruption that each of the Watchers were were responsible for. Um, it is interesting that he brings up a zazel out of I mean, there's a host of them, you know, Simyadza, Kokobel, Barakiel. Um, it's interesting that he brings up a zazel because when when God hands down the judgment, um, tells it to Enoch, and Enoch is to pass it along, kind of like the you know, he's if God is the larger legal system, then Enoch was the judge sitting you know in court, and it was his job to tell you know. The Watchers, the what for? Essentially, now put that on a T-shirt. Give the Watchers the what for? That was Enoch, and you know it, he he says it very clearly. Uh, I think it's about. Um, I want to say it's it's First Enoch fifteen somewhere around there, where this this, you know this court docket is being read, this judgment is being read, <laughs> and uh, and Azazel, to Azazel is ascribed all sin. He was the most culpable considered the most culpable out of all of them uh even more so than the leader Semyadza. and for that he was bound up and thrown into a pit uh in a place called dudal that those of us who are interested in that thing are still looking for mm-hmm. um and this this sort of uh this treatment is remembered in the atonement sacrifice uh, that's outlined in Leviticus because there's one God that's sacrificed to God, to Yahweh. And then the other goat is not a sacrifice. It's called the Azazel goat, but it's not a sacrifice. It's a remembrance of all of the sin because that's, that's the phraseology that's used. To to Azazel is ascribed all sin. It's a remembrance of that pre-flood event, that corruptive event that our, our guest is uh, referring to.
0: Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting answer there. That was really great. All right. Uh, Truth and Treasure says, um, are Satan and the Nephilim directing the current takeover of human lives and freedoms through the Cudi 19 situation?
1: Well, yeah. The general answer would be yes. I mean, because the Nephilim are still around in the form of demons. You know, that was part of that judgment that I was referring to a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enoch spends a whole, you know, page and a half, um, you know, really just breaking down the the Nephilim and telling them, look, you're going to be disembodied spirits, unclean spirits. You know, roaming the earth, hungry and thirsty, but never sated. Uh, Always hampering mankind. So, yeah, they're they're sort of the middling and and lower ranks of the demonic realm. Uh, While you have Satan, uh, and there are still principalities that are aligned with Satan. You know that the the so-called archons that uh, that Paul talks about. You know he gives a laundry list of um, the these angelic beings that were put in in charge of uh, different geographical locations in Earth. Uh, and so, yeah, absolutely, they're they're orchestrating uh, all this, and more and more of this is coming to light because we're finding out just how many how many of these crazies are are you know are, are politicians and 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 big bankers and um, movie makers just just what sort of you know perverts and Luciferian you know satanic pedophiles they are.
0: Well, speaking of pervert satanic pedophiles, uh, I understand that Obama is having a big soiree out on Martha's Vineyard and I, I advise the former president old Bamy, to not move out there because that thing at Martha Vineyard's almost sea level and according to mm-hmm. the, that Frankenstein looking John Kerry, we've got five years before the the oceans rise ten feet and it's gonna swamp yeah. that. So you know That's but he's, right. a, he's having a big soiree right now. And by the way, speaking of that John Kerry Frankenstein looking freak, every time you see him man, he's got a black eye. What what kind of mm-hmm. Illuminati BS is going on there? You know, he's you know he's trying to get his cut. He said, well, we're going to have to punch you in the eye, bro. All right, so comes, here's another question for you. Why was the Belial the worst fallen angel? Somebody knows there are angels out there. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: Belial is one of the epithets um, of Satan. Uh, so that, I mean, that right there, just if you look at it as an epithet for Satan, that right there... Um, tells you all you need to know he was the he was the worst even above uh, azazel because he he led the coup in heaven he led the rebellion against god
0: mm-hmm. it is that uh you you mentioned uh the matthew where it says uh so in the days of noah so shall it be when the son of man comes and mm-hmm. there were giants in 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 the land there definitely chimeras of all kinds and it seems that the Nephilim had been in, in league with humans, giving them information to create these things, or maybe perhaps they had been creating, creating them, them themselves. But it, And it seemed like if you... I'm, I'm not a biblical scholar, but it seems to me they were trying to alter the human DNA structure so that when you get to the days of Noah, all flesh would have been corrupted. And it seems they had corrupted everyone, or you could say everyone got the Nephilim vaccination pre-flood. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. everyone, everyone was getting a nephilim vaccination, and then, but Noah refused to take it, and he was an outlier. And um, fortunately, a
1: conspiracy theorist.
0: And right, he was a conspiracy theorist, and obviously needed to be dealt with. And he was contaminating others by not being infected. And I don't know how that yeah. is. I don't know how that an uninfected person can infect somebody who's got a vaccination against infection. It's a weird, weird, wacky world. But they they all had the the nephilim uh, vaccine, except for Noah and eight. And of course, the line of Jesus came through there. Now here they are again. Uh, the and we I'm, I'm almost going to call it the, you can call it the New World Order uh, injection, the Democrat injection, whatever you want to call it, Satanic injection. But uh, they're doing it again. Is there a prevent going on here on the scale of trying to prevent Jesus lineage or Jesus himself being born through a holy lineage?
1: Well, I mean, that was certainly the that was the object, you know, in the Antediluvian and ancient world was to, to kill off the bloodline of the Messiah, um, you know, and this sort of the last ditch attempt to do that um, before Jesus really came on the scene. Uh, you know, a case could be made for the battle between David and Goliath. You know, Goliath was one of one of these giants. Um, Pitted himself as a champion of the Philistines against this what he thought was this little pick, pipsqueak kid, and uh, uh, David was so confident that he not only gathered one stone but he gathered five stones yep. in total to go go kill Goliath's brothers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that was a that was a, a, a in my mind a stark attempt to to squelch the line of the Messiah because it comes down directly from David at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, now. The other thing is that, you know, you have to remember that the—I mean—the devil hates us. The every every apostate angel, every every demon, um, they hate us. They want to use us, deceive us, and kill us,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and just uh, literally destroy us because we're made in the image of the Creator, mm-hmm. and we have that link to them. To I mean, to God that that those. Those creatures, even though they're created beings, angels—you know—the entire hierarchy—they
2: mm-hmm.
1: don't have that that kind of connection to God that we do, mm-hmm. um, and so that's that's really one of the main reasons that they hate us so much and want to destroy us. And you're, uh, you know, it again—it it doesn't take a, a, a you know a, a master of logic to discern, you know, when you hear about uh, people depopulating the earth to save it. You know, under the auspices of ecology and environmentalism, uh, wait a minute—that sounds a lot like our our enemy uh, huh. and the the agenda that he has. That's far older to kill us. Doesn't matter what it looks like on the surface, just as long as it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's certainly been clandestine. But the the you know these this cabal, call them whatever you want to—the New World Order, um, you know, deep state, whatever—they're they're. they're they have chapters of, of 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 these people all over the world, globalist, whatever you want to call them. They're all part of the same organization, ultimately, and they're carrying out the corrupting agenda in much the same way that you see in the pre-flood world and in the ancient mm-hmm. world. Because okay, so a lot of what we've been talking about tonight has to do with the biological, right? The actual corrupting of our biology, our existence. But it was a thorough corrupting of everything, this, this world, its nature, um, the very air that we breathe. Uh, you know, I, I published a paper here earlier this year, about, and we talked about it, about the, the cultural engineering and the, the mm-hmm. cultural corrupting that the Watchers and the Giants were responsible for, the manipulation of our, our very language, uh, which spreads out into culture. Uh, by virtue of it being anchored, you know, in the intellectual traditions of societies, and so it's not just the corruption of, of biology and the the uh, the attempt to thwart the 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 ultimate plan of God. Um, it, it's it's a complete corruptive agenda. Uh,
0: for, now, for those of you out there saying, "Hey, the 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 bio says we're going to talk about monsters," well, we are talking about monsters, and I think what we're talking about is a. Uh, is a is a is a more fearsome monster than the one that may be under your bed. By the way, there is a poll up on the website that uh, uh, it says, "What is your scariest monster?" And so, uh, hang on for a second, Jed. Jed I'm going sure. to check see, see how the poll's doing here. We have okay. a we have a choice between vampires, werewolves, zombies, clowns, Democrats. Uh, <laughs> 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 how how did how, that get in there? Uh, uh, but uh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's gotta be check here. I should, I should have had this on a laptop. I'm overlaying, right I'm looking at you. I'm over, overlaying you with a, with a. Oh, here we go. All right. So right now the result. Whoa! The scariest monster. Seventy-five percent Democrat. Twelve percent oh. zombies. Thing under the bed. You know there's something under the bed. I, I think I, I, tried to get you to go with that last time. I couldn't get you to go down. With I couldn't get <laughs> you go with that. But there's something under the bed, Judd.
1: Monster under the bed. Yeah. You know there and is. And it might be. It might be a Democrat, is what (laughs) what the poll seems to indicate.
0: Well, why wouldn't they be? Because they're going to be knocking on doors, and that's that's a Democrat at your your, your door. But we almost have a – almost like we've almost created a checklist to find whether or not – and maybe I need to put this on the website, uh, some kind of checklist. Do you have these symptoms? One would be unreasonable hate for those who haven't been vaccinated. Um, Do you – do you trust the government, no matter what they say? Um, do you believe abortion is a lot of fun and everybody should do it? I mean, there's there's a whole checklist that will tell you if you have been transformed into a human from a human into a monster. But well, let's say, wait a minute, what do you mean monster? Well, let me ask you this: there, uh, the latest picture which I showed in rainy points of our so-called president using the little girl as a prop, whispering in her ear while signing a bill. And I don't know if you saw that. I zoomed in on the eyes she had this fear. Yeah. I've missed this before, but but what do you call somebody who who touches little girls? You call yeah. them a monster.
2: Yeah.
0: What do you call somebody who wants to kill babies? You call them a monster. What do you what do you do with somebody who's just got unreasonable, unbridled hate in their in their soul? You call them a monster. Because those monsters are the ones that will throw somebody else in jail. As I mentioned, California yeah. says they just soon put everybody in jail. Probably use the guillotine on them if they're not going to obey the government. You know, they look at them yeah. as every everybody's a, uh, a terrorist now if you don't agree with it. Yeah, and so those, yeah. Those, those are some monster checks right there. And so somebody needs. <laughs> well,
1: it, it's interesting, uh, and I won't dwell on this too long. But it's interesting you put it, you know, in that context because a lot of the um, a lot of the behavior, you know, this sort of hate ridden behavior, um, uh, is often politically stanced uh, and it's very reminiscent of of the jacobins uh who fomented the french revolution and consequently the jacobins were um they were illuminati they were bavarian illuminati um and uh, no less a person than george washington uh, warned us about them in a letter he wrote in 1798. He sort of warned us about them in the, his uh, uh, farewell address w- once he stepped down from the presidency. There's a letter he wrote about uh, this pastor had warned him about the presence of the Illuminati and the Jacobins. And uh, Washington says, I know very well that the Illuminati and the Jacobins are here because they were trying to recruit during the French Revolution. I think Washington might have been inclined to help them had they not been associated with the Jacobins, which he he knew full well, were illuminized.
0: Wow. Man, that's an interesting little tidbit right there. Um, Somebody here says, Roots Calhoun says, Daniel Ott. I got to know if that's a El Presidente Stetson. Mine costs 900 bucks, or is that a Shasta? Oh, he's doing me, give me a test. It's, I'll just tell you it's a three and a half beaver, and I didn't pay 900 bucks for him. But if you want to find me a 900 buck hat, just go ahead and send it to my, my address. Send me a private message, and I'll give you an address. Send me one. All right, <laughs> uh, let's get another one. Um, this is from Max. This is, now I guess it's, I mean, I may have triggered political talk here. I didn't mean to, but is Obama the lawless one foretold to come? Well, it seems to me the the one foretold to come won't have uh, a desire for women, and Michael Obama doesn't qualify. So, what do you, could it be? Could see, it I mean, be?
1: I mean, he could be. I mean, he's he he's still so. I mean,
0: look at that skinny so, dude.
1: Well, I mean, he's so act, That's what I was getting at is that he's still so active behind the scenes.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: he his lust for power. He never lost the lust for power. Mm-hmm. Um, there, he and. Uh, and Michelle,
0: Michael, Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you got the quotes. Okay, that's good.
1: I got the quotes. I got the quotes. Okay. Got the quotes are, are are still very politically active on the DC scene. They've, um, you know, they've they've never lost their um, political ambitions, even being mm-hmm. out of the White House.
0: Yeah, I, I think he might be pulling pulling that Skeletor Biden's strings there too. Wow, man. Uh, <clears throat> Azura says, uh, Jed, when God banished Cain for killing Abel. Who were the others he banished him to?
1: Well, that's an excellent question. This this may speak to um, you know other races of, of humans that existed, you know, at, at no point in we we tend to think of Adam and Eve as the first man and woman, but in, at no point in Genesis does does the narrative say that Adam and Eve were the first humans they were just the first humans in the line of the messiah they were especially created for that and of course we we all share a genetic connection back to that uh you know whatever that time frame may be uh but it seems to me that you know if if you interpret the the human fossil you know, you know the the anthropoid uh fossil record um in a biblical manner, and not not through the evolutionary lens. In, in other words, you look at them as um, at the at the variations as different adaptations, and perhaps even subspecies, like breeds, you know, breeds of animals. We're all talking about humans. They they were just different subspecies of humans. Mm. And so wow. I tend to think that that some of the other people that he would have, you know, he was banished to. Or these other races of humans, uh, they were they were sentient human beings. Mm.
0: Okay, um, wonderfully wonderfully created. Out of the live chat says, uh, "Judd, are we going to see fairies, trolls, mermaids with this Lionsgate portal?" I'm hearing a lot about this, and would be, uh, and would you consider them demonic Nephilim beings?
1: Uh, I'd say yeah, I would say yes to both. Um, you know the this idea of a a, a portal or um, an opening in, into the netherworld or some other realm or dimension has is, is been on my mind a lot with this book on Göbekli Tepe that I've been writing with Dr. Aaron Judkins yeah. because you know even the the archaeologists that have worked on the site um, have concluded that the people that built this place believed that it was a portal to the netherworld. And that is a that is a recurrent theme uh, in many many religious sites around the world, but especially the clusters of those that existed in the later antique Mesopotamian world, uh, because this this idea of a portal or or opening into the netherworld to which from which these other beings could could come and traffic. Uh, remained it was perpetuated and so I I think looking at it that way I think the answer has to be yes is that you're going to see um you know all kind like I said at the beginning of the show I mean cryptid sightings are on the rise and there are creatures like um dogman and skinwalkers and Bigfoot that people you know cryptozoologists have have now posited that they they may not just be purely materialistic or natural, but they may have, you know, they may be supernatural because they traffic between dimensions.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, You know, there are a lot of anecdotes about Bigfoot, you know, showing up out of nowhere or Mm -hmm. disappearing into nowhere.
0: So uh, why did you think they buried Gobekli Tepe?
1: Well, I think, initially I thought that it might be flood deposition, but there's no uniform Stratification in the matrix of the the in other words the the material the the debitage and um, uh, soil and that they use to backfill the site. Um, I'm starting to believe um, that they the the people the humans that built it under the direction of the Watchers. We're starting to see the corrupt corruption around them. Um, perhaps had been corrupted to a degree themselves, and in a, in a, in a moment of clarity, I think they realized a little, you know, it was too little too late, but they realized that if they didn't do something, you know, that for however, however long they had left on the earth, it wasn't going to be pleasant, Uh, and so I tend to think that that's, that's the main reason that it was, um, Mm -hmm. that it was buried, but, but... Obviously, the information that the Watchers passed on to people at places like Mount Hermon, like Göbekli Tepe, survive because you know it gets a reboot in the post-flood world um, with Canaan, uh, uh, um Arfaxid's son, who redisco- who literally rediscovers a- 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 an inscription that the Watchers had left that contained all their teachings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's certainly one medium by which this this idea was restarted in the post load world. But I think you know it was that moment of clarity that the builders of Göbekli Tepe had. Say, you know, at least some of them said, uh, you know, this butchery of our fellow man and uh, you know perversion of the natural order. I, you know, look at what it's done to our society. Look at what it's doing to our world. You know, we're surrounded by these terrifying, you know. I mean, talk about megafauna. You know, the giants and these huge chimerical creatures. Um, you know, literally, I think I think they had the hell scared out of them, and it was just a little too late. But they they decided to backfill the site.
0: Hmm. Uh. So I would call that I would call that a thin place. And mm-hmm. my question to you is, I'm quite sure those thin places still exist, whether or not they're at the yeah. original location or not.
2: Yeah. Is yeah.
0: it is it possible that if if someone were to find one of these thin places, maybe a, what we some may call it a portal, uh, mm. that type of thing, you know, you got your skinwalker ranch who has a cornucopia of creeps coming through. Uh, mm-hmm. is it possible that we would see an entity, one of these monsters, chimeras, come through from another dimension if we knew the location and waited waited it out?
1: Um. It's possible. I mean, this is certain. I you know. Ostensibly, you would think yes. I mean, that if you just. You know, if you waited around long enough, you knew the exact coordinates of one of these places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of them arguably we we do know exact exact coordinates. Um, uh, I, I I tend to think that the the. The cave, the, the the what was called the gates of hell, first by the Phoenicians, and then Jesus repeats that on his his trip to Caesarea Philippi, mm-hmm. a place which I know well because I wrote my dissertation on it. Mm-hmm. I tend to think that that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Devil's Cave in Southern California that Jack Parsons was so associated with, I think is probably another one. And I hear about from a lot of landowners you know that have lots of cryptid sightings on their on their land mm-hmm. you know they're all convinced that there are portals on their land and so well, i think well, that they there there are these these probably natural they're 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 demonically occurring and so if, if you want to call that naturally occurring and then then there are artificial ones you know that we're we're making with uh, you know particle accelerators and, and CERN and things like
0: that. <laughs> didn't mean didn't mean to distract you there. Well, no, let, no, no let me ask let me ask something though. Uh, is it possible that the Watchers had given the technology to create portals or thin places pre flood? And because mm-hmm. now many people been on this program said that a lot of these creatures went inner Earth and that's where they mm-hmm. reside now. But what if they had the technology to create portals and they left this dimension and they're simply coming back and these these things you mentioned Dogman and several other things, uh, mm-hmm. Bigfoot, they're simply coming back the other way through the portal now that the flood's over.
1: hmm Yeah, that's enti- I think that's entirely plausible. Um you know, um a lot of ancient monuments, particularly the megalithic ones, are built along these what what researchers have called for years ley lines. Mm-hmm. Um and in many cases, they coincide with uh, places that are known for, um, you know, recurring sightings of these kinds of entities and creatures. So it seems to me that, um, yes, there was some sort. Of, and it's just, it's a supernatural technology. You know, yeah. it, it, there's not much difference between magic and science in this realm that we're talking about here, uh, and so. Um, I tend to think that yeah there, there was something from the pre-flood world and we, we get glimmers of it the remnants of it today but it seems like there's been this almost Raiders of the Lost Ark push to try and find you know occult related relics, artifacts mm-hmm. um, sacred geography uh, ley lines uh, these ancient portals uh, that and, and if we're to believe even some of the accounts coming out of, of fields like ufology, then then clearly artificially, some of these portals have been have been manufactured uh, in some some manner.
0: Hmm. All right. Now let's get to another question. Um, this is from Richard Brower. Says, so, Jed, do you think the power the power pulling the strings on our political leaders are or taking orders from the devil or demon in hi- inhabited? Power brokers.
1: Yes, I think so. Um, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and and argue for the existence of the Illuminati because there's a they. They've left a paper trail, however thin it may be, behind them. And as a historian, that's what you look for: is you look for the document trail. Um, and you know, like I pointed out with with the. Uh, the letter that Washington wrote. This is in 1798. This is this is the early republic. That he, that he knew that this stuff was going on, and that that the that there would there were actually generations coming after him that were even more involved, more illuminized than the people that he knew about in country at the time. These were the these were the crackpots that created the American pantheon. You know, mm-hmm. um, people like you know there's the painting like the apotheosis of george washington um washington would have uh, well uh, that's um what was his name not Linfont was the architect that laid washington dc out um oh it's right on the tip of my tongue daniel
0: come on get it out
1: yeah i know i know uh i should know this because i talked about it a couple anyway (laughs) it'll hit me at three it'll hit me at three o'clock in the morning that's when i'll remember it um but for the most part uh, particularly people like washington would have scoffed at this kind of junk mm-hmm. uh, you know he, he I, I mean this guy stepped down after after two terms as president voluntarily i mean he could have been king for life if he had wanted to because there were people that wanted to make him that mm-hmm. but he's he's scoffing at all this it's this generation of of illuminized you know freemasons take your pick whatever you know secret society they were in that did this That created the American civil religion, if you will, that the pantheon of the founding fathers and uh, they were they're so godlike, and um, you know all all of the sort of mystery religion Greco-Roman pageantry that we see in our monuments, like the Washington Monument and um, the uh, uh, you know the very layout of
0: Washington DC. Who knew that the venerable george Washington's name would be mired in the mud and run by a bunch of freaks or big freak show in washington dc I, I don't think he'd want his name anywhere near that so they should no. go, they those people in washington dc should go away found their own city called Cooksville, and get the hell yeah. out of dc and let it return to the glory and that it should have. but you mentioned george washington several times are you are you familiar with the uh, angelic vision that he had as reported in the stars and stripes in
1: 1850 uh yes i am in, in passing i am um you know, it's easy for um, for a lot of researchers to sort of lump Washington in with um, illuminized people, you know, policymakers and politicians, and they were there. You could make a case for some some of the founding fathers, like Hamilton, uh, maybe Jefferson. Even though these guys were deists, I, I think that they, um, I think they they. You know, God was using them either way. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the case of Washington, Washington was only a master mason. That was a third third degree. That's not even a high degree mason. We have record of Washington attending four lodge meetings. Why? Because he spent two-thirds of his life in the field, dodging musket fire in the French and Indian War. He had a little bit of time to come back to his farm, just in time to pay off the debts that had been accrued, and then he gets appointed Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Army. Then he serves as, as the President. He didn't have any time to take part in some sort of Illuminati conspiracy. In fact, he, I'm convinced he fought against it, and I'm also convinced that he was a devout Christian. We have, we have his prayer book, as mm-hmm. testimony of that. Um, you know, some people criticize him because they say he didn't take communion every time he went to church. Well, Washington was just the kind of severe personality, not meant neg- in a negative way, but he was just that kind of self-examining person where he took the ad- admonition of Paul very seriously. If he felt like there was something between him and God that wasn't right at the mm-hmm. time, this this was the character that would have driven Washington not to take communion and so I see all these points historically as moot so where you may people may be able to make a case for some Illuminized founding fathers uh, Washington was not amongst them
0: mm. well that's good to know restore our faith in there as they're trying to uh, uh, redo our history here uh, so when we talk about the wheats and the tares now is it possible the wheats and the tares the the wheats is the the unvaxxed and the tares are the vaxxed? I'm just throwing it out there
1: well i mean I, that's possible i you know i would i would hate to think that it would come down to to a vaccination that would that would be the deciding factor there uh and and as far as tying it to the you know like something like the mark of the beast which is you know that's been part of the narrative too on the on the mm-hmm. periphery shall we say yeah it has. um you know, I think it, it, that'll mark, get
0: you some clicks. And it'll some give lights. you
1: some clicks. That's right. Uh, you know, I, the mark of the beast has to be more than just a, a barcode on your hand or your head. It's got to be something. You know, there's got to be this supernatural component because it has. You know, it has eternal consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not. It's not just going to be material or technological. Or you know, or chemical in this case, Mm -hmm. you know, medical. It's going to be something that goes beyond that. They that may be part of the end game, the long game. Um,
0: Well, you see the the evolution of the mark of the beast. Remember when they they first came out with an RFID chip, you know, even for dogs, and said, "There it is, the mark." Can you imagine? Do you know how many Sunday morning sermons were preached on the RFID chip? Is the one that's going to that's the mark of the beast? Well, that technology is so old now. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. So now your cell phone is the mark of the beast, right? Yeah. Or or an yeah. injection is the mark of the beast. It's kind of like evolving, like almost like UFOs. Uh, the classic 1950 UFO going around. Mm. But now we got higher tech. Wait a minute. What what happened to those? Yeah. You know, I'm just saying.
1: Well, and that that's that's um, that's a, almost a cultural invariant. You know that the things that we we tend to be most afraid of. Um, and I don't think this is- co- this is incidental because I'm looking at it through the biblical lens, but you can track this uh, through cultures over space and time basically that, that the things that people are more most superstitious and afraid of tend tend to have a direct correlation with the their the level of their technology you mm-hmm. know or their intellectual traditions mm-hmm. and so it was um, now the de- the demonic they know that too, because they crafted it that way. They engineered it, if you will, to be that way. Because they, again, they engineer culture too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, whereas in the Middle Ages it might have been, you know, wraiths or uh, a vampire or something, mm-hmm.
0: once well, we get well, into well, our well,
1: age, it, it's it's aliens that abduct you and and do all kinds of atrocious things to you. But but mm-hmm. they're all the same entity.
0: Yeah, but I I bet I bet. Uh, Pete B- Buddha judge won't mind getting abducted and getting probed. But hey, uh, thinking about that cult- the cultural relevance, you can go back to Ezekiel's wheel, a wheel within a wheel. Well, he couldn't say it was a, it was a, it was a saucer with, with anti-gravity levitation and jet propulsion, you know and, and uh, l- ran by lithium crystals. All he knew is it was a wheel spinning around, you know, so that, is this the type of cultural description and relevance that what you have in your knowledge gives you that description of what it is?
1: Yeah, I mean, your the ideation, the collective ideation of any culture is going to be reflective of, of that, you know, the, the, you know, what whatever their, their, their highest achievements in terms of material and intellectual culture are.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's get some more questions here. Uh, Gladys says, uh, Dr. Burton, have you seen the presentations of Klaus Donner, Ancient Unexplained Artifacts? Uh,
1: I have seen some of them. I think the, the last one that I watched of Klaus Donner was maybe 2018 or 2019, but I have seen some of them.
0: Well, if you, you guys be is that German? I Klaus. believe he is German, Klaus. Klaus? Mm-hmm. So it should be Klaus und Eint und Reich und Dana. I'm just That's, that's my it. That's my German right there. You that's didn't good
1: pro- good pronunciation. Ah, Herr, Herr Klaus. Se- I, Se- sehr gut, mein Herr.
0: Well, you know, my last name is Ott, and they come from yes. the German lineage Otto von Udenhausen, Rask, Roll, and Rui. Okay. E- or there's another one Eden, Duden, Rock, and Rollen. That's some, some more German for you. All right, let's get some more questions for you. Um, I heard that anyone who gets a jab can no longer uh, donate blood. Is that something we want to talk about?
1: I, I'm. I'll have to plead ignorance on that. I. I, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that a person can't donate blood if they they get the jabberwocky.
0: jab yeah, I call it infection by injection. So. Man, hey, let me get back to another question here for you. All right, right. Uh, if the whole world worships the dragon, who will be left to come up to Jerusalem to worship God by the iron rod? Jesus will weld
1: the newly converted; uh, those people that are converted. um, uh, The subtext of that passage is the the revival, particularly amongst Jews, that takes place. Um. So it's, it's going to be, um, it won't be the people who have sided with, with the dragon.
0: You know, I don't like the dragon.
1: Yeah, who does, right? Yeah. The filthy, stinking things that ho- hoard gold.
0: I'll smack him in the damn mouth if I ever see him. All right, got another one here. Uh, have you personally, this is from Put Y'all First. have you personally seen any cryptids, ZTs, UFOs, or demonic entities?
1: Uh yes, um I I I did a little work in a deliverance ministry, um when I was in college, and so I've certainly seen demonic manifestations, and I I I've been witness to a number of interesting paranormal phenomena. There's one, um there's a small town northeast of here called Anson, uh, and it's got a phenomenon similar to the Marfa lights, uh oh. called the Anson lights that takes place that you can you can view uh, so yeah the short answer to that is yes I, I have seen mm-hmm. I have seen supernatural paranormal manifestations
0: well I certainly have experienced some myself uh, so let me just throw this question out to people watching in the live chat if you're watching on the YouTube channel the chat's on the right if you're watching off the website the chat is up to the left upper top they both are connected in, anybody in the live chat have you seen a cryptid in the live chat and we're talking we're talking shadow man hat man uh cat man uh Little people, uh gargoyles, zombies. I mean what else we got, uh, Judd? Where we
1: Dogman, Ghouls, um, Goatman down here in Texas.
0: That goatman.
1: Any, goat any goat man's any goat sightings.
0: That goat man, that goat man thing seems like a kind of an upgrade to the dogman.
1: I don't know if it's an up it might be a side grade. I don't know if it's an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um he's supposed to
0: <laughs> side grade.
1: He's, He's supposed to be uh, um, really, really uh, fearful, or a really, really, a really ominous, I should say, not mm-hmm. fearful. Uh, much, much the way that Pan was. You know, we we get the word panic from Pan mm-hmm. uh, because he had a, a war cry that terrified his enemies.
0: Okay, so we got some results coming in the live chat. Let's see what we got there, uh, Doctor Doctor Judd. Uh, we've got. Um, so I guess somebody said they saw Brown Mountain Lights. I've just got a yes. This is the question of whether it's not somebody's seen a cryptid or monster type of thing. Man says, they seen the Hat Man. Maybe you're watching okay. man right now. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, and here, of course, Goat Man is almost like Pan. I think he mentioned that. Uh, I saw a top hat man, very large, dark, towering over the two demons. Wow, I, I don't know what, mm-hmm. what that person has seen. I don't, want, I don't want to face that down unless I'm armed. All right, let's get to another question here. Uh, what is your interpretation of Revelation thirteen two? I don't know if you want to look that up or you got time or. I I
1: I think he's I think if I'm not mistaken I think that's a reference to um, the angels that are chained in the Euphrates.
0: Mm-hmm. We also let got me, some, let me... somebody saw a black triangle. We have got another hat man sighting. Uh, somebody wearing a fedoy. Somebody saw a shadow man. Yeah. Um, so, now this person here says they saw Batman. Now I'm, you know what? If I, if if it's any other show, I would I would argue with that, but not in this show here. Not well, in this show here. Chupacabra.
1: I mean, if the signal was in the sky, I mean, there's a good chance. What are you going to do? If,
0: if the signal's in you, the sky, you must quit. It's his cat job. If they can it's his
1: job. He he can't just say I, I I'm too, I'm tired or I don't feel good. He he's got he's got to show up.
0: I don't know. I wonder if he gets paid overtime, say like late hours or something.
1: Uh
0: huh. I mean, the boy, the boy was always wearing those tights. I didn't know what was up with that. Back in back in those days, Batman and Robin wearing tights was probably yeah, okay. Not, but you, not, you,
1: not quite like the uh, uh, okay revelation. It was thirteen two, right?
0: Yeah, thirteen two.
1: Okay. Two. Beast Okay, the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne and great authority. Okay, yeah, the beast the beast is supposed to be like the um um like the the um sort of the outward expression of the antichrist. Um it's the, obviously it's theriomorphic. that's why it uses the greek word theory on there because it's a composite image of these different uh, animals not unlike you find um you know are the angels aren't these fat little cherubs that are shooting arrows at each other that we see on the on the valentine's cars right certainly in in they might look anthropomorphic when they come into our realm but mm-hmm. they don't in the heavenlies you know they're they're They've got multiple sets of you know they're different different classes of angels and they have some some are uh, mm-hmm. you know have different faces and they're their animals you know mm-hmm. and some are you know big collections of, of eyes and some have six pairs of wings um, so uh, this is a, a this is really a, it, it, because it's the beast because it, it it's the dragon here, it's a bastardization again of of what Yahweh presents. God presents the good, the demonic, turns it on its head and perverts it.
0: Well, uh, I mean even, even Joe Biden didn't believe in uh, cherubs until he heard they were naked little fat babies, and then all of a sudden he's a believer. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah but if you look at the biblical description they're not those little fat flying little naked babies it just seems to me yeah. it's one of these Catholic things man with these guys walking around in these robes you know they're naked under them robes they're looking yeah. for little kids uh, they're yeah. making stuff up with the naked babies kind of sick and they are still they're still seem to be in charge Every, every honestly, everybody in Washington is, is, is a Catholic I mean is that is that why they like them little naked baby things I don't know I would
1: hope not. There certainly are a lot of good Catholics.
0: Well, there are. You can't lump them all, and I certainly just yeah. seem like I just did. <laughs> but I like, well, I, I like yeah, to no, take I know my you're not,
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, there are there are a lot of, of... I think because it's convenient, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it doesn't necessarily speak to a, a genuine faith, but it makes a hell of a cover.
0: cover, yeah. There you go. Good point there. I mean, it seems to me some Catholic priests, to their credit have either denied uh, Joe Bite Me uh, communion or nasty Pelosi. I think one of those two have been denied communion because of their stance of killing babies. And so, to the Catholics' credit, you know, they're out there. They seem to be more adamant about pro-life than a lot of uh, Christian... Not
1: uh, not just pro-life, but, you know, here over the last 10 or 15 years, um, the Roman Catholic Church has been training more exorcists because of increased demonic activity, mm-hmm. uh, I, but as far as the Protestant Evangelical Church in America, uh, is asleep at the wheel by comparison.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, speak, speaking of being asleep at the wheel, I, I love to generalize attacks on on the current church only because I think they need a good push. They need some uh-huh. iron sharpening iron. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, we they're, we they're, love
1: we love them. They're our brothers and sisters. Yeah, we but love man. Them, man.
0: But I man, come on, man. There's a there's a war going on, and they're talking about how to lose weight for Jesus. I mean, come on, I man. You know, bikers for Jesus, okay. I got that. Well, how about how about uh, telling people that, about Jesus? How about that? I don't know. But anyway, get, I'll get off that. But are, are they preparing? Shouldn't they be preparing people for this end time scenario? Uh, at least have some general guidance. If some of the things yeah. we're talking about. Uh, you know so was the days of noah i don't and i don't even know how one would because i'm not a biblical scholar but i don't so i don't know how one would prepare for the days of noah but it sounds like some pretty nasty times and it does seem there seems to be there should be some preparation because even noah was getting prepared but is the church yes. being prepared
1: yeah and it's i mean yeah it's and it's not just physical pre it's not you know putting bags of rice and beans you know back for you know the the stuff hitting the fan scenario, but it's all it, it. More than that, it's the spiritual preparation. You know, it's it's you know th- those of us that are already starting to discern what you and I are talking about, and there are lots of us out there. Um, we're the ones who are going to be there to minister to the the people who can't wrap their heads around it, even when they're watching it unfold right in front of their eyes, um, because we 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 have yet to see just how bad. You know this could potentially get. I hope it doesn't. Uh-huh. I hope that more people wake up, and that you know that that God you know has grace and and mercy on us again and blesses us. But there's no guarantee of that. You know you you can't just kill millions of babies every year and expect God to turn a blind eye to that. Uh-huh. Not when he not when Jesus is telling you know woe to the person you know that hurts one of these little ones is better that a, a millstone be hung around his neck and even thrown in the sea Uh you just you just can't you can't get away with that that particular species of murder
0: so how how would one how would you think one should be prepared well
1: people should I mean if you're not now people should have should be developing conversancy in the Bible some level of biblical literacy just so that you know, you know about this stuff, and and you should you should definitely be, you know, in a whether through your own study or you're being discipled in a Bible study or a class or something like that, you definitely need to be, you know, deepening that relationship you have with Jesus Christ, um, because there are going to be a lot of scared and confused people mm-hmm. um, if this if right. this stuff does and, pre- and really pre-
0: it, and as we said earlier, and many of them are are not you know it's not uh, it's not because of who they are it's because of the message they've been getting now some i don't know if you can see this somebody just sent this uh picture of i guess what they're saying is is some sort of monster that was Uh maybe in the snow and so uh uh let me see if i can find out exactly what this says here
1: is that a dollar bill
0: that's yeah it looks like it's for for scale so was
1: this uh was, was that was the cryptid in question a stripper
0: well, must have been because evidently that that appears to be a foot, not in a shoe. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, okay. So this person that sent it says, uh, uh, "I sent a picture, and used to, they used to hear screams like a woman and a lion roar in the woods, had mm-hmm. acres uh, off uh, the woods in the state park of Starved Rock, Illinois." So yeah, man, looks like there's some there's some things out there creeping around, yeah. uh, Doctor Judge. That's a- um,
1: that sounds like that sounds like some Sasquatch activity right there. Because should
0: should we should we uh, like when we go out be prepared to meet a monster? Should we have holy water, uh silver bullet? Uh, s- no,
1: uh, not necess- I mean, not necessarily. I mean, th- those kinds of apotrics were generally culturally specific. Um, it, it in all of them, it, it's the your best weapon is faith. I mean, look look to the scriptures to where you, your best weapons against those kinds of entities are, because you know, it's, it's part of the reason that I started these these programs through the Institute, teaching these classes on, you know my, my I have a Monsters 101, it's preternatural morphology, but it's Monsters 101 looking at them through the Bible, where we talk about a, a lot of those kinds of things, you know, uh, how people dealt with these demonic entities and how the root of them is demonic. Um, so yeah I mean people should always be prepared because if we're to go by the example that Jesus set, you know half of his ministry was was dealing mm-hmm. with the demonic.
0: Yeah well I was I was I was getting ready to say I was, I was searching for word it just came to me when I said when I when I mentioned the church kind of in a general term of not really helping the general population mm-hmm. I said I was getting, it was I was saying, it was not going to be iron sharpening iron here it's iron sharpening milk toast. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. And somebody, yeah. and and they're saying this is a, a juvenile Bigfoot here. You know they're okay. Hey, if you got big ones, you got juveniles, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if that's a dollar bill, then yeah, that, that's that's a, that's got to be a baby.
0: Um, let me get to. Got a few more questions here, and then we'll be pretty close to the end here. But it says. Um, and Somebody's always putting names in there that's going to trip me up because I'm just a cowboy, so I can't pronounce these things. Uh, can you please share your thoughts on Hattori Hanzo, a.k.a. the Demon Samari, Samurai Ninja, and Samael, a.k.a. the Left Hand of God? Or, is that familiar to you?
1: Now, Samael, I'm familiar with. The, and my only knowledge of Hattori Hanzo is that he was a, a famed sword maker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um in uh, the late, probably the, the late period of, of the samurai before they were disbanded. Um, I don't know anything about... Um, he, I mean, and that's, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm pleading ignorance. I mean, I know, mm-hmm. I know about Hattori Hanzo, but that's the only thing I know about him. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know about any occult connections with Hattori Hanzo. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look into that.
0: Um, I know there's a creature out there called Double Gonzo, is he, okay is they related
1: uh, that I don't know
0: or, or that could be a Ted Nugent album I don't know which
1: <laughs> Double Gonzo sounds like a Ted Nugent album uh,
0: you know I like that guy too because I always assumed he got he did drugs man he's one of the cleanest he never did drugs Nor, I don't think he his whole band never did drugs
1: Clean the whole way through
0: and you gotta like that yep. but, but even if you see a Double Gonzo out there I don't know what, what that takes Holy Water or maybe Orgon I mean I think Orgon would probably deal with him um, but no, people need information about what's happening in our culture and what, how to address it. I, and I'm just going to throw this question out: if, if people in the live chat, for those of you are go, that go to church, have they had anything talking about whether or not you should get the infection by injection, otherwise known as COVID-19? Anybody say have they talked? I'm asking anybody who goes to church: has they, have that has any of that been brought up in your church from the pulpit? Now, I don't mean private groups because, you know, private groups would get the Gavin. But, I mean, mm-hmm. from the pulpit. Has anybody heard anything from there? Okay. Uh, okay, Dr. Doctor Judd. So, now, what's your, you're talking about your latest project and book. Let's talk more about that. What, what are you doing? What are you up to? Well,
1: as I pointed out a moment ago, um, a lot of what I'm doing is teaching um, these new programs that I've developed. Uh, I have six of them. And I, I'd say that there are four of them that are directly... Or three that are directly re- relevant um, the the preternatural morphology which is the monsters 101 where, where we're looking at vampires and werewolves and witches and ghouls and things like that through the biblical lens is a really popular one biblical demonology is probably a close second which is pretty much how it sounds looking at, at the demonic realm through the, the biblical lens mm-hmm. um, and then I've got a new mythology uh, uh, program too that that is a survey of world mythology, but again, lo- looking at ha- how it relates to the biblical world and the biblical narrative. Um, so I'm I'm while I'm doing that, of course I I'm, I reference the Gobekli Tepe book that Aaron and I are finishing up right now, and I'm also finishing a, a book that I, I've been working on for quite some time called the Van Helsing Way, which is a uh wow. which is a, a it's similar to the, the material that I'm teaching in the the Monsters 101 class. Uh, it's looking at, at uh, the folkloric creatures and, and uh, you know vampires and werewolves and revenants and things like reanimants and things like that as uh, demonic at their root and should be treated as such.
0: Wow. You know, I think that's relevant knowledge because we've been talking about monsters the whole time. And monsters come in many shapes I, and forms, do do they not, Dr. Yeah. burden?
1: Yeah, and on the I mean on the cryptid side, like I said, there are more and more sightings of these things, and because we have the ability to, you know, post all kinds of evidence. Not that there's not hoaxing out there; there certainly is. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, quantitatively, you have to say that there are more sightings of cryptids and UFOs and all kinds of paranormal mm-hmm. phenomena.
0: Well, you know, like I, I would think so. I mean, because it, where it says "so shall it be." You know when the Son of Man comes, as it was in the days of Noah. But we mentioned all sorts of monsters and and various things that existed pre-flood. And Mm so, now when we are talking about these type of cryptids, are we talking about beings that you can physically see, or are we talking about in the supernatural realm where it's invisible and things are happening? Maybe they'll just kind of, you know. Materialize for a second and then dematerialize. Or are we talking about somebody that w- go outside my front yard and there's a dog man sitting right there and I go co- ha- and well, then I go that, over that and co him?
1: Yeah, I think that there's room for both. I think that there's th- that the material and the the preternatural don't necessarily have to be mutually exclusive. You know, there are some times when these things will will manifest out of their realm, and then there there are sometimes when they they manifest physically and that shouldn't come as a big surprise because what are they using they're using watcher tech okay the the watchers were able to manipulate matter when they came into into our realm uh that knowledge was passed down to their progeny uh and the the giants that would exist uh in the post flood world and so that the ability to do that um can be found in both of those abilities can be found in, in a number of, uh, of creatures. But the thing to remember is you know, you have to strip away the literary pop culture facade of a lot of these things and look at them at, the, at their demonic root. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's really the key, and again, that's why I came up with these programs because I don't think there's been a time in history when it's been more relevant and more obligatory, if I can say that, to have I some knowledge, it. have some knowledge of of these things, and and be conversant in them, so that you'll have some frame of reference, uh, because there's there's just there's no hiding it anymore.
0: Well, I, I'm just thinking that we need some answers, and it sounds to me like you got programs there that can help get those answers. You know, the Bible. Yes. Then the Bible say "Be prepared to answer every man that hope that is within you."
1: Yes, and it also says to prove yourself by study. Uh, so you can be approved by the Lord um, certainly I mean implicit in that is is biblical literacy scriptural literacy which has gone into the toilet ju- al- along with you know general literacy you know we're, we're graduating kids that haven't read an entire book in their life and don't ever intend to mmm
2: um,
1: so you know if people want to be revolutionary and fight the system I, there's no better stance to take than that right there. Crack your Bible open. Crack your books open. Read for comprehension, for mastery, like your life depended on it.
0: Well, I think because that's... there are
1: people, there are people that want to destroy knowledge. They're already in the process of uh, uh, amending and changing the narrative.
0: Well, it seems to me that history is going to is going to be changing real soon yeah so we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to know what the true history is so we have to arm ourselves with information that's right study to show thyself they approved uh dr judd burton man every time you're on the show i always have such a good time i love talking to you you always bring so much to us um, i appreciate you coming on any, any final thoughts all just, just, just the floor is yours
1: yeah well uh i appreciate that dean i always have a good time too you're you're a good guy um yeah, I would, again I would just encourage pe- if people wanna are interested in studying with me they can do that. Um I've got a sale right now. Usually these programs are anywhere between a hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars, but I, I've got them on sale right now for a hundred and one dollars each. So one oh one like an introduction. And if people um you know, depending on when people watch this, even if they watch it after the sale's done, uh if they'll put the if they'll put edge in the subject line and email me at professorburton at yahoo.com I'll still give them the 101 discount even if the price has gone up mm-hmm. um, so people can do that and they can certainly follow me at burtonbeyond.com and t-i-o-b-a dot com or dot org excuse me and um, I'm on social media so okay. all, all of those places but my, my parting advice would be to you know gird your loins as it were because Information is going to be well. Information and spiritual preparedness is going to are going to be the the two helms that are going to assist us the most.
0: Hmm. Spiritual preparedness sounds, sounds like it it'd be more of a weapon than a silver bullet.
1: Yes, well, I mean, it, you know, it is sharper than a two edged sword.
0: And that that sounds pretty pretty sharp. All right, now, Dr. Burton, I appreciate you coming on. Can we have you on again sometime? Anytime Okay. Anytime. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on the show.
1: You bet, Daniel. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye.